Father, sometimes we become so wrapped up in the things of this world and of life in general that we forget that you have called us not only to be your children, but to walk in your ways and to find our rest in you. Lord, as we move about the busyness of our lives, we pray, hold up your rest before us. In Jesus' name, amen. Rest. In our epistle lesson today, the author of the letter to the Hebrews talks about God laying the foundations of the world and it talks about that he made the world in six days and on the seventh he rested. We know later in scripture that as God gives his law to Moses, that he, in that commandment that we know as the third commandment, says to remember the Sabbath day, to keep it holy. And yet in the busyness of life, which one of us doesn't feel like this from time to time? Where we are overwhelmed with all of the sticky notes that we assemble around us as reminders of things that we need to do or that need to be accomplished. We fill our life to the point where we are overwhelmed with all of those things that we think need to be done and we find ourselves asking who, what, where, when, why, how, all of those kinds of things. How am I going to get all of this done? And guys, I know most of you can relate to this. And when you, when you accomplish three things on that honeydew list and you're feeling pretty good and all of a sudden someone adds four more to the list. And you're going, when? How? Well, today we kind of want to focus on the when. When can we? When should we? When do we rest? And we all think that sometimes rest is like maybe getting a little more sleep or, or maybe it's somewhat like this. You ever tried sleeping like that? It just doesn't work. And we know we know that God calls us to rest on the Sabbath day, and we talk about that in our way of worship as Sunday. And we say, don't forget that Sunday is to be a day of rest, but we kind of treat Sunday like this. Don't we? The scriptures remind us that we weren't made for the Sabbath, but the Sabbath was made for us, and that the Sabbath is to be a day of rest with God. What does that mean? To be a day of rest. 
scriptures tell us that it's a day on which we should do no work. Every time I hear that, I go, then when does the preacher get to rest? When we really begin to take a look at it, and our own Lord is called the Lord of the Sabbath, we begin to look at the work of Christ himself. And you see, the work that we're talking about here is not the work of, of the labors of this world. But so often we try to work out an arrangement with God that by somehow, if I can live life better or in a more right way, that somehow things are going to be right with God. That the good work that I do somehow makes up for all of the sin that I do. That somehow we look at it as those scales of justice being held by God himself. That when we start to do a little sin on this side, and it's like this, that if we do some more good on this side, that somehow it can balance out. And we think about it that way. If only I can do more work, and if I do enough, then somehow I'm good with God. But try as we might, Scales are always out of balance. For even one little sin against God destroys that relationship. And so when God calls us to rest on the Sabbath, we are reminded by Luther in those words of the explanation to the third commandment that it's all about spending time with God and being in his word. It's about remembering that the finished work is the work that Christ did on a cross, that he suffered and died for us. And when we try to carry all of the burdens of our own sin and try to make it right, and we're trying to figure out how, how, how can we come to Christ on our own, then we're working way, way too hard because we're forgetting the finished work of Christ. It is he who died on a cross to pay for the multitude of our sins. And when we mess up in this world, and trust me, we do, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and no one is righteous, not even one. If you want to look around and see a bunch of sinners, and as Paul said, the worst of sinners, just kind of take a look around the room. I have to say that because sometimes we can go, look at us, look at how good we are. Really? We mess up. Every one of us. Parents, we have not raised the perfect children, and children, you all know that by no means are your parents perfect. 
Husbands, you don't even need to hear it from your wives. You're not perfect. Wives, your husbands are never going to tell you that you're not perfect. But you know it. I saw that look that Sue just gave Bob. We're sinful people. Sometimes the burden of sin overwhelms us. We don't know where to go or what to do because, you see, we're trying to figure it out on our own. The psalmist reminds us, find rest, O my soul, in God alone. It amazes me how we try to find rest in this world. When we lived in Colorado, the small town in which we lived was the gateway kind of to the mountains. And if you try to drive through the center of town on a Friday afternoon and evening, forget it. It was filled with RVs headed for the mountains. And on Sunday afternoon, they were all going back the same way. Because you see, they were all going out to have some rest. And maybe we've done those kinds of things. And you get back on a Sunday afternoon and you go, boy, I'm tired. That was a great weekend. We never really found the rest. God calls us to a different type of recreation. It's called recreation. And it's a reminder that in a work of Christ on the cross, we are recreated. And this day of rest that we come about, this Sabbath day, this finding time for God, is about spending some time in prayer. And by that I mean it's more than just simply saying, come Lord Jesus, before we eat. It's about talking to Him. And laying before him the burdens that we're carrying. And the things that we're sometimes unwilling to let go of. It's giving him our hurts. Our pains. And yes, sharing with him our joys. Even in the midst of the sufferings that we often undergo in this world. This Sabbath rest that Scripture talks about is also a reminder to, and I couldn't resist this one, find our rest in the Word. To be in the Word. To know the promises of God in their fullness. To understand what Scripture lays out before us. To join together with others in the study of God's word and to be nurtured in a way that we begin to understand the fullness of what Christ has done, is doing, and will do for us in our lives. This forgiveness that is ours. Not because we have done the good to balance things out, but because Christ has done it. He did it for us. To find our rest in the Sabbath is to find our rest in worshiping together, singing our praises, 
crying on shoulders, giving the hugs of forgiveness and joy, lifting each other up in times of need, a coming together where we benefit mutually because of what Christ has done. You see, worship for us is a restful celebration. It's a praise to God, an alleluia, because we are resting in the finished work of Jesus Christ. Now, what does this mean? Does it mean that we do absolutely nothing on Sundays except come to worship? or pray, or be in the Word? No. In fact, I would tell you that, that if we were to really understand this, that we find a piece or a bit of the Sabbath every day. Because I don't know about you, but I can't go seven days facing this world without Christ. I can't go seven days without coming before him in prayer and acknowledging my own hurts and pains and joys and sufferings and sinfulness. Luther reminds us that we come to the Lord daily. We come to him in prayer. We read his word daily and we feed upon it that our lives are to become like a Sabbath life, understanding that they're in God's hands and that we can't do a single thing to redeem ourselves but that each day with each step we take, we walk with the Redeemer, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, that each day we find our rest in the work of what Christ has done for us. It's a reminder that we rest with the focus of the cross every morning, every noontime, every evening, and when we go to bed. Turn to Christ. Don't put yourself on a diet that says only once a week, but be with him every day, all day. Fall into his arms and rest. The world, it throws a lot of stuff at us. It's full of stuff that sometimes is beyond our control and we feel out of control. The world, it's a place that wears us down, dries us up. Rest in Christ. Be filled with his grace and his mercy. Be renewed and reinvigorated every day to live not for yourself or for the world, but for Christ. Rest, when? Every day, in Christ, in his presence, in Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all of our human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the true faith of God and to life everlasting, amen. <laughs>